Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, The RR Show, the best show on the internet. I'm Andy, and today I am taking you into some glorious stories from r slash tales from retail. But just before we jump in, it would be amazing if you could take one second, one swipe of the thumb just to leave a review on this show. It's a massive help to me, and I'd really appreciate it. But moving on, our first story today is from Burst Beat. My Tales from Gaming Retail. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I found this sub today and I am rubbing my hands like the customer service villain that I am. I worked in gaming retail on and off for about eight years and I have so many stories. My customer service was always ranked in the top 10 in whichever position or district I happened to be working in and I only say that because I also do not take any nonsense from customers. So my performance was often the only reason why I kept my job after all was said and done. Confirmed by all the managers and district leaders that I've ever worked with. There's countless yes I am smiling at you but I'm only being nice because I'm paid two stories. Even more actually female you're wrong when I was actually correct stories. And I've got a few good gems that I love to share. I worked in over a dozen gaming retail locations across a 50 mile radius. And to be clear, I absolutely love all of the friends I've made during this experience. Even with all of the threats, sexual harassment, stalking, and of course, Karens. I'd do it all again. On to my earliest story. I first worked in a mall, and you'll know that mall security will do absolutely nothing for you unless you hysterically sob or are legitimately threatened with a weapon that the person still has in their hands. Or maybe it was just that the one place I worked, they sucked. I don't know. I was often working alone in a very small store and it was slow. Sometimes other mall workers that I befriended would come hang out on their breaks, but otherwise the only people in the store were me and customers. All of the stores in the area got alerted to a rash of thefts that involve someone distracting one co-worker with questions while the other worker was too busy ringing up the line of customers. Apparently, these fiends did not scope out my store beforehand because there was no other worker and there was no line for my entire shift. It was within an hour of closing, so I pulled out a box from the back room to prepare for a new game launch the next day. My store had a locked drawer in the front for them. We did not have the hours to stay more than 30 minutes after closing, so I almost kind of didn't have a choice but to do this while the store was still open. I was used to this and took every precaution, keeping everything hidden away if a customer came in, not letting the box leave my sight, etc. 
This box must have looked like the holy grail to this group of thieves because right after I sliced it open, the first one walked in. He was very charismatic, smiling while he spoke, asked me a bunch of questions and my opinion on things. Another guy walked in a few minutes later and immediately went to the area behind me, where he'd have a straight line to the area behind the counter where my box was. I greeted him as he entered and I'd like to believe that this is when they both started to hesitate and think, oh god, she noticed me. Who knows, but I'm the main character in this story and I'm gonna say that's what happened. But they were apparently desperate. The first guy suddenly said that he was looking for a specific item for his girlfriend and surely by pure coincidence, that item was high up in an area that was not near my box. I walked to the back room and keep the door open, 100% line of sight on my box behind the counter still. While I grab the ladder to grab this man's item from up above, he's on my heels the entire time trying to chat me up and I'm being as polite as I can as I climb the ladder. The moment I turn my head away to look at what I'm reaching for, I hear these hard and heavy footsteps behind me and honestly my first thought was that someone was about to attack me, but no, it was guy number two and I whipped my head around at the sound and saw him with a handful of copies of this Hatherto unreleased game in his filthy stealing hands. I immediately start screaming, Are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? Put that shit back right now! Right now! pointing at the box as he does. I am screeching from atop my high ground on top of the ladder, so I continue with, Now get the fuck out of my store! Now pointing at the door. Exit guy number two. All the while, charismatic first guy is politely smiling up at me, seemingly unfazed by this interaction, and as demon horns sprout from my forehead, I yell, You too! To which he tries to sputter that he doesn't know him. He just wants to buy the thing. And in my increasingly feral voice, I tell him, I don't give a shit, I'm not stupid, get out! And he proceeds to leave without a word. I alert the local stores that they tried to hit my store. I double check to make sure all of the copies are there. They are. Alert my manager to what just happened and go along with closing everything up. My favorite part of this story is that unbeknownst to me, the security camera caught absolutely everything, including the audio. I came back a few days later for my next shift and was commended by my team for how I reacted and was told that the entire district had received the video of my very threatening actions or as threatening as a 5 foot 4 teenager can be. I was a little bit concerned at first because I was a new promotion but absolutely everyone up top was laughing hysterically. Needless to say, I believe that was my retail origin story. I had become known among colleagues as the chick who screamed and cursed two thieves out of my store with zero merchandise, alone. This set the tone for the rest of my gaming retail career, and I would not have it any other way. Our next story is from Small and Tough. Somebody keep an eye on the man with a knife. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. So I worked for a department store in 2018 doing typical retail stuff. Either folding clothes, clearing out dressing rooms, or cashier duty, which is basically just ringing stuff up and being forced to try to get anyone and everyone to apply for or use the damn credit card. We had a relatively high amount of theft, but I never personally witnessed it except when one guy walked out with new shoes. With the anti-theft device on his feet and his old ones in the new shoebox. Anyway, one day I'm on women's dressing room duty. No one's in the rooms beside me and a bunch of overpriced, questionably fashioned piles of clothing. I have my little earpiece in and I'm listening to the typical chatter when all of a sudden my boss notes that one of the banned shoppers is here. This normally happens when they've stolen and been prosecuted for it. They have the security footage snapped and printed and we're told to keep a lookout for them but the footage quality is so grainy that I don't know how anyone could ever recognize any of them. So I'm emptying dressing rooms listening to the conversations when another employee chimes in that they see him and he has a knife in his hand. He then says he lost sight of him. Another employee pipes in and says they're heading towards the women's dressing room and my boss says to follow him and keep an eye out while we wait for the police. I double-checked that nobody was in the fitting rooms and then noped the fuck out of the women's dressing room area as quickly as I could. I did not get paid $9.50 an hour to put myself in life-threatening danger over some clothes. The police caught him just a moment after, and there was no other incident. I am just imagining, now picture this, dear viewers, an angry Karen comes out of the dressing room, wearing jeans that are clearly several sizes too small, muffin top hanging out of the top, just drooping down her sides, holding a knife, screeching, what do you mean I need a bigger size? As the poor little button, employee of the month, gives up and shoots off across the store. Hmm, that'd make a great thumbnail, actually. But I think perhaps I should just stick to reading the stories, hey guys? Anyway, next one is from Odd Lobster 7612 Weird moment at my retail job. I'm 21-year-old female with Asperger's syndrome, with no filter sometimes. So I work at a popular retail store in the UK. This story took place about three days ago. A couple and their one-year-old son came into the store, and about 20 minutes later they come over to my till. Also, bearing in mind that it was 7 o'clock in the evening on a windy, cold November night. While I was getting their items scanned through, the mother leaves the store to get into their car. While the father and their one-year-old son stays and the dad sorts out the items, eventually the gentleman handed me eight packets of paracetamol. Now, for some context, in the UK, we can only sell two paracetamol per transaction. By the way, customers can't just say, oh, put it through as another transaction. In any retail store, this is store policy, in the UK at least, and it is government law. When the gentleman handed me the eight packets of paracetamol, I said, oh, sorry, I can't sell you that many, I'm afraid. He then proceeded to give me a sob story about how he's in need of this many for his dog. 
My brain's just like, what the fuck at this point? I was so close to just being blunt with the man, but I didn't say it. However, I would have said, no sob story is going to change my mind. It just doesn't work with me. No sob stories, no excuses. Anyway, I still said no, and I only gave him two packets. His bill was around £320. He paid and left. Mainly branded baby toys. I told some of my colleagues and managers what had happened, and they thought, why couldn't he get some from the vets and those paracetamol were for human consumption, not for any animals? Their faces all said it. What the fuck? Well, guys and girls, that's all I got for you today. Do not forget, if you want more, go and check out our YouTube channel. There is OG content over there, and it is fantastic. I'll see you over there, or I'll see you in the next episode. Either way, peace out, take care. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true... We are here to tell you that they probably aren't, but that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.